Welcome to another episode of the Coaching Business Podcast with Max Torno and Nikita Gunkowicz. As a coach, consultant, expert, or agency, it is your responsibility to make sure your business grows and thrives constantly. Especially in times like these, it's becoming more and more important to listen to mentors who not only provide you with the right know-how, but who also make sure you can execute the right steps to increase your revenue and scale. Max Torno and Nikita Gunkowicz have shown hundreds of clients how to build and scale successful six and seven seven-figure online coaching, consulting, or agency businesses. And in this very podcast, you will learn their secrets to higher profits, happier clients, and achieving more freedom. All right. Welcome back. Hello, hello. We're together again. Yeah. Back together again. Nikita, what did you say? Tesh, tesh. Tesh, tesh. Where's that from? I have no idea. Tesh. This is a tesh, yeah. I felt it. This is a Swiss tesh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, Switzerland, what, they won against they won. France. That's so crazy. How ridiculous. Did you see that? You're a bad European citizen, man. Get out of the European Union. The Switzerland, <laughs> I am out of the European Union. It's primo, geez. But Slovenia is in the European Union, right? Yeah. Okay, so the Switzerland won against France in the Euro Cup. They got out of the group stage, which was ridiculous for Switzerland in the first place. And everybody's like, yeah, but now they're going to play against, you know, former world champion and blah, blah, champion France. And they won. And now people are freaking out. That's that whole meme that I had you made. Do you remember that meme that I told yeah. yesterday? That's a Swiss fan from the, <laughs> from the match. Like, within like 19 seconds, he completely switched. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he went from all sides. He went from life, by the way? No, I, I want to watch the replay because yeah, I thought it's a boring. It's gonna be a boring game. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. Also, like Sweden Ukraine was also super crazy. Oh yeah, who yeah. won? Ukraine, yeah, right? Ukraine, yeah, in the end. Ooh. Like hundred twentieth minute they scored. Hey, dude, we are in Ukraine right now. If if they win again and they get into like the semifinals, we should do public viewing or something. Yeah, yeah. We should go not because, you know, <laughs> Corona never there, happened like, here, they so they everything. It went completely crazy. One of my friends was there. Where where did they play? In, in front of the Gulliver, there was public viewing. Wow, I didn't see that. Yeah. Anyway, anyways, hey, by the way, just so you know, listening before we get back to random, in, <laughs> in, un, unimportant small talk, the the topic that we want to talk about here is how to sell super high ticket, right? <laughs> I'm talking about twenty five thousand dollars per client, all the way to a hundred thousand dollar per clients. And Nikita didn't know that's that's the topic I picked for this episode. So I want to pick your brain a little bit on that, Nikita. Sure, let's go super high ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, super or hyper high ticket or whatever, how you want to call it. The, you, is, is it the SHTC, super high ticket closer? Yeah, maybe. The yeah. shits. <laughs> also known as shits. <laughs> Dude, it's funny because there's probably some guy eating chips now listening to this podcast. 25K is not high ticket. <laughs> you know, she's like... <laughs> Like that meme where the guy eats out of the bowl, out of the, the cereal bowl. It's like, okay, it's not a ticket. Anyways, hey, you know, because we have a couple of clients now getting into that. They've started building their brand and, you know, they have their base ticket selling for 2, 3K. And they're like, all right, you know, it's I'm ready for the 25K. Do you think is there, there's a difference? Well, if so, what is it? If you have one of these guys on the call? No, actually, there's, there's no real difference, and there shouldn't be a difference in your head about it, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you think, oh, um, I can sell for 3K, but for 25K, it's 
a different thing, mm. then it's a mistake in itself. And you'll, I mean, you'll at some point in the sales process, then you'll make mistakes and people won't buy from you. So it's the most important thing here that you, that you realize and believe that there is no difference yeah. because in fact, there's actually, there's, there's no difference in, in the sales process itself. Because I also think, to be honest, like if someone has the the buying power to afford a, a 50K product, mm-hmm. it's probably the same kind of financial commitment for that person that then a two or three K product is for someone who has that kind of buying power. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like like when I when I went on a 20K vacation, for me, it probably felt the same because it was a proportionate amount of my income per year or per month mm. as it was for someone else buying a $500 vacation. Yeah, 100%. Also same. I mean, I think I think it's good to realize that by, by yourself, by, by, for example, watches, right? Because yeah. at some point you could realize how can somebody like wear like 10K on a wrist? How is <laughs> so that true. even possible? So true. And now, yeah, I mean... And now I'm like, how is it even times. possible? Only 10K on the business. <laughs> <laughs> well, how would, would you even do that? Why would you do that? <laughs> why would you do It's true. It's true. My first Roly, the one, actually, no, not the one I'm having right now. It was, what, 12.5K? The date just that I bought? I think it was 12.5 or 11 or something like that. And I was also like, this is the most, most expensive thing you could wear. And now... When I'm looking at new watches, I'm like, I can't buy another one for 12K. It's too low. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned earlier, blah, blah, blah. You'll make mistakes in the sales process. What kind of mistakes? Mostly raising objections, right? By Because by not believing in the 25K offer, for example, 50K offer, whatever, right? And be- believing you still deserve to sell for like 3K, that means you'll raise objections at some point in the call. So pe- people come, prospects come into your call, yeah, they're probably bought in or they're not bought in yet, but through the process they are bought in. But what you do now is you start to raise objections. So the person doesn't have any objections, but for whatever reason, you ask the wrong kind of questions or you say the wrong kind of things or the way how you say things or the way how you look into the camera or the way how you talk to the person just mm. raises objections and people then for some reason don't trust you anymore. Well, what, what examples? Do you got any examples of that? Yes, example, for example, could be by just not being confident about mm. what you say how you say it right mm. um, because for 3k you have the confidence because you are selling already for 3k and you know yeah. you can do it but if you now you know start a little bit to doubt yourself and you know this kind of feeling that that you then get in yourself while doubting yourself of course others can see that maybe yeah. not consciously but subconsciously they for sure for sure see that you're not sure what you're doing and if you're not sure if people can see that you're not sure they're for sure willing not to drop a five-figure price on you yeah how do you, if somebody would ask you, yeah, <clears throat> I'm not sure if I, if I have the confidence, you know, I have maybe the confidence to sell a 2K program, but I don't have the confidence to pay us to, to sell a $70,000 program. Like, I'm not sure if I'm confident enough for that. Mm-hmm. How could people raise their confidence? Mm-hmm. Basically then by, they should then sell themselves on their own offer and realize how much it's then worth to the person mm. to, for example, like 70K to pay 70K. And if you just think about that, how much value the person would get out of the offer and you think yes i mean it's way more than 70k uh, then of course uh, then there's no problem with selling for that price yeah i love it <laughs> that's Good. pretty cool all right what do you think is um how do you think should one present an offer that is multiple five figures yeah it should for sure be premium i mean it already of course for 3k it's also premium but um, for like five figures, it should be for, for sure 
really really one-on-one really hands-on very mm. very tight communication yeah uh, so basically you do really everything in your hands so the person gets the success they they deserve yeah. right so therefore it should be for sure one-on-one it should be for, for sure for sure some extra things you can add to the offer itself like meetings like uh, doing something in person right or, yeah. or things like that yeah or doing extra service for for the company like if, if it's more like a b2b service not just um you know for example let's say lead generation some kind of lead generation service not just bringing the leads mm. but then also teaching the team for example the employees of of the prospect as well how they should deal with leads and things like that it's also kind of like, so to add kind of extra more premium things to the offer as well yeah man it's funny because i just i, I feel like i'm getting really high i just ate a snickers and the sugar <laughs> is getting to my brain you know like <laughs> you're eating sneakers yeah nice. you got a problem with that i got yeah is it is it not premium enough for you to eat <laughs> my snickers hey it's the other it's the new snickers the crunchy creamy peanut butter snickers what's that you haven't tried that yet no wasn't he here when we went karting and we ate the snickers no ah no. Uh, we should go there we should go to that other karting place where we went to i loved it because i won both times three times we went to the one we went to for the very very first time when you invited the whole team to ah, go yeah, karting, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was epic yeah primos made so many mistakes i was just like what is he doing <laughs> and i just boom boom caught up you know it's i a, was it's flying a, it's electric carts right hey i th- no it's not everybody thought it was electric but it's actually gasoline oh, nice. like clear how come naturally aspirated engine <laughs> a what a naturally aspirated engine <laughs> yeah basically here's my question how come they never how come max verstappen's nickname is not the flying dutchman i mean how cool that's, is that? that that's weird actually why why it's not the nickname? It, it, wasn't that like a pirate ship the flying dutchman from from and he's dutch why don't they call him the flying dutch he has no nickname does he yes. you know if, if hamilton has hammer time uh, that's it <laughs> okay i don't know anybody else has to but you that that's a good point you said like he's flying why didn't they never call him the flying dutchman true max just stop mad max all right i mean that's kind of mad max it's not good Meh. it's not really creative Meh. yeah but the fly how cool is it because he's flying that's uh that's literally a word that you use in formula one flying and he's Dutch, the Flying Dutchman. Why is that never used? Look at Hamilton's nickname. Hamilton's nickname? <laughs> Billion dollar man. <laughs> but but here's the thing. like here, here's If they're going to start using it after this podcast, I know that it was me. It clearly. was you. Clearly. Yeah, clearly like, you know who brought back uh, uh, Hawaii shirts? It was also me. I was the one who made them cool again. And now everybody's wearing Hawaii shirts. I didn't know that. Yeah, no doubt about that. The Flying Dutchman, Max Verstappen. How cool is that? <laughs> Think about it. It's so accurate. Anyways, back to the Snickers. So there's this new Snickers. It's basically with creamy peanut butter cream inside. It's so good. <sighs> Next level. And for the, la- for the last Lee Jam booking we had on Saturday, I messaged the assistants, buy 25 Snickers with creamy peanut butter. <laughs> And they just brought a whole bag of it and we ate it, the whole boot camp. <laughs> and I, I, we had one left and I just ate it. It was great. Nice. It's no, none, is, none more left, pretty much. Get out. Go away from the kitchen area. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's really good. Oh, and we, I also ordered three liters of coconut water. Why? Because <laughs> I was craving coconut water. But in like water. real coconuts or? No, like coconut water, like in, uh, in package, okay, you know. 
Real coconuts would also be cool. You can buy them in the supermarket. Like, but then you ha I have to like start to I have to, I have to like penetrate them. No, them. they they have like this like uh, oh what like thing to put it into. But so it's it's made for drinking. You so just open it and you can drink it. Oh, that is so sick. Yeah. You open it like a beer can, basically. Hold up, I gotta ask the assistants real quick. Hey, I heard it's possible to buy coconuts, like. Ready for drinking coconuts at Silpo. Tell me more about those. <laughs> okay. Tell me more about those. <laughs> okay, I want to know more. I need details. I can give you the deets. The juicy coconut deets. Yeah, all right. What else uh, is there to know when it comes back to the topic? Here's what I think. Here's what I've noticed. Is actually the higher ticket the client is, aka the more the closer they're getting towards the super high ticket it actually becomes easier to sell to those guys it does yeah i notice that all the time you know whenever i'm for example sitting next to you guys while you're on a sales call or from back in the days when i did sales calls it's like the most difficult guys to sell are the like couple hundred dollar payment plan guys they would legitimately sit on a call with you for three, four hours like nah, i don't know 500 bucks it's quite an investment and then when you're like, yeah, blah, 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 it's 62K. Okay, where can I sign? Do you guys take card? All right. And that's it. Exactly. It's because ridiculous. Because they're used to it. And yeah, it's nothing new to them to get coaching probably. Or to yeah. get the mentoring or to get the service or whatever. Of course, they purchased something like this before. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there where they are. True. It's crazy. It's nuts how these people who, who can't afford more how they're just like oh i'm not sure blah, blah even though those guys could be could, could really profit from the help the most mm -hmm. like if you have some guy on there with like a couple hundred bucks that like your coaching probably has the biggest impact on these guys you know so it's like basically if you buy like a 2k coaching the impact that it has on your life since you're nowhere near something where you can afford more is probably so much steeper than the impact that that you know something has for like a couple thousand or multiple five figures you know so that's actually pretty interesting well, why do you think you you kind of said it's because they've done it before mm -hmm. because they're used to it is there anything else do you think that plays into that yeah again they made mentoring i mean they, they they're more used to buying things plus they're probably also like a better for sure, I mean, to an extent, better executors as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, because in order to get there where they are so that they can afford, like, higher prices, they for sure worked also a lot and also made a lot of decisions. So taking decisions yeah. is also easier That's for true. people that are used to taking decisions or at least bigger decisions. That's so true. I think because, to be honest, I mean, we could make a whole extra episode about that. It's like your ability to make decisions actually directly correlates with your success because mm -hmm. that's all there is just being successful is just being really good at making a bunch of decisions and then those decisions always become more difficult they always do the decisions i'm making nowadays are ridiculous they're so difficult compared to the decisions i had to make five six seven years ago 100%. so that probably correlates with that as well exactly uh, so decisions are getting made faster plus also financial decisions that people that are at more money they probably also made more decisions related to money yeah and mm. um, somebody only has like a few hundred bucks available probably yeah. Never, like he he never thought about like thousands and thousands and yeah. thousands because I mean it was never in his hand. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean I think I think that wraps things up pretty well. Is there anything else you want to mention regarding the 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 sheet 
the sheet. Well, what do we call it? Super high ticket. S H D C. Anything else <laughs> regarding that? Well, the shits, no, not not really. I mean, again, it depends on the offer, right? So therefore, of course, you have to make sure that the offers obviously creates enough value for your clients. Yeah, and if it does, yeah, because you cannot always value um, the value in terms of money, right? Because with a B two B service, you can easily, right, say, okay, uh, he spends now sixty k. I'll bring him. Um, a two x or three x or ten x ROI back, so perfect. That's easy to count. But also for like things like fitness and health, I mean, uh, or or dating or relationships or like all the other niches, yeah, you can't measure that well. Um, for a person that, for example, had problems with the relationships for years, yeah, and then to get a solution for sixty k is also totally worth it because then 100%. the problems are gone. Yep, hundred percent. It's all. It always is worth it. Hundred percent. So. That being said, I want to thank you very much for listening in. If you want to know how to do this properly, if you want to scale your business, go ahead and book a free consulting call with us over at sevenfigurebusiness.com forward slash call. If you're just getting started and you're like, holy cow, I'd be happy if I could sell for a thousand. That would be a great start. Then head over to maxtorno.com forward slash call. That's for the beginners, folks. All right. Thank you very much. We're going to get some coconuts now and uh, <laughs> talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye you like what you've heard today? Then remember, only listening to a podcast does absolutely nothing unless you implement these learnings. Do you want to know if you're a good fit to be working together with Max and his team? Then go to maxtorno.com call and apply for a free consultation call. On this 30-minute free consultation, you will be told what exact steps you need to take in order to either start your own online business or scale your existing online business. You will be talking directly to an expert, and together with them, you will be learning how you should position yourself, what prices you should ideally charge, and how you can reach your target audience in the most effective and scalable way. Please remember one important thing. Your online business is not just going to scale itself. You need a mentor who has been there and done it already. A mentor who has helped hundreds of people all around the world not only get to their first six figures, but also scale to consistent seven figures a year. You want to know if you're a good fit for this? Then secure your free consultation call now under maxtorno.com call.